Hey guys, and welcome back to the Allie and Dan podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Checking in. We have, um, if you are listening to this on YouTube, we'd love for you to leave us a comment and give us a like. Let us know uh, what you're liking about the podcast. And we'd also love, if you are listening on Spotify or something like that, Apple, if you can rate and review us, that would be really awesome and help us out a lot. We've had 119 downloads on those uh, off off YouTube things, platforms like Spotify and iTunes. So I'm really happy with with um, people listening while they drive or while they're at work or whatever it is. So that's that's kind of what I was really excited about in doing a podcast. So I'm, I'm really grateful for people listening in general, whether it's on YouTube or off YouTube. We also are um, doing a video. I just want to bring this up real quick. I just recorded a video today and I kind of wanted to let our van fam know what it is and why we're doing it because it's not a typical video i would ever want to do necessarily or i guess we would never do this type of video but essentially we got an offer from a um, business to do a video for them for a decent amount of money like the most we've ever been paid for a video Um, it's not in the four figures unfortunately i'd love for that but it's a it's a good amount of money, and you know we don't make much money in terms of like YouTube ad revenue and stuff. So we really rely on brand deals. But we are doing a video with a company coming up that's going to be released sometime in the next few days, as soon as I hear back from them about um, their brand, and you'll see it. It's uh, f- under five minutes. But I just wanted to let people know, like, you know, that's why we're doing it. And um, maybe you watch it, maybe you don't. Maybe you find it interesting. I I certainly did find it interesting. It's about a it's a it's a business that buys land and then sells it. But they it's it's a low cost land around the U.S., which we I did personally find very interesting. It definitely it's it's funny that they reached out to us when they did because it was actually something we had been kind of throwing around and now we've actually gotten a little bit more serious about the idea. Quite serious, yeah. So it came kind of serendipitously, I guess, right. and we But I, I I do think I am very glad we took the opportunity and I I just but I just want the Van Fam to know that um, it's not something we're like doing often. I you know, I guess in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like viewed as like a sellout or just like in it for the money because I genuinely love what we do. I love creating. I'm always trying to get better. You're always getting better. I'm always improving on my editing. We, we're constantly doing new things, especially I would say the last month we've had a lot of um, kind of we've we've kind of honed in on what we really want with our YouTube career and but at the end of the day, we have bills and stuff. Like some of this stuff costs money. We have, um, you know, this this equipment we have to buy and stuff like that, and also just um, you know living expenses. So it is something that we are very grateful for. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But I think that you can go into even tell them that what came out of this. Uh, them approaching us to do this video is. Fill them in. We have actually put quite a lot of thought into, you know, one thing that we think would A, be good for us, but B, be good for the channel. And we've brushed on this, but we would really like to build our own house. Mm -hmm. And we we aren't in a stage right now where we can just go buy a regular property. We do have to get a discounted lot right now. (laughs) So it actually works out really well for us that they wanted to work with us. And we are actually, it sparked 
so once Dan got the offer, we started looking around at all the different places. And one of the places that really stuck out to us is actually Hawaii. So I've actually actually never been, yeah, the Big Island. And Dan's never been to the Big Island. So it's kind of hard to say, okay, let's buy this $10,000 piece of property and go build over there because we don't know if we're going to like it. Um, So we are actually going to go over there. We found some super cheap tickets, which I'm really excited about. And we're going to head over for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And we have a ton of properties on our list that we're going to go check out. And we just kind of want to get a feel for the place and see. It's not somewhere we're going to live forever or full time. But we believe that it is... It, it meets a lot of criteria we're after. It does. And we believe that if we're not living there, it can be rented out. And mm-hmm. um, So we're going to go see what we can find. Yeah, very short four-day trip. Um, we're going to... We, we were thinking about maybe surprising the Van Fam, but... Um, we're going to be heading out there in a couple of weeks, so you guys will see that. And we're we're going to take you guys along, and it's not going to be um, some sightseeing tour, although there is a national park I would like to see. And I've never been to the Big Island. So, yeah, but, I mean, we do have to check out the beaches anyways. You right, know? right. Uh, the Big Island's very unique, and it's beautiful in its own way from what I've heard, so I'm excited to go there. But we're going to take you guys along and show you what, you know, what a discounted property looks like and why it's that price and stuff like that. So I think it'll be quite informative. And I think there's probably a lot of people on the internet that don't follow our channel regularly that will get value from the content we're going to produce on that trip. Yeah, I mean, because if you're sitting over here on the mainland looking at these properties, you're like, wow, that is so cheap. Why haven't people bought it yet? And so we're going to go do a little bit of research for you guys. like there are reasons. There are reasons that you can find. Uh, or there are reasons why the property is discounted. Some of it's in a lava flow zone that is, you know, somewhat dangerous, and you you might lose your house if the volcano were to explode like it did in 2018. Um, so there's a lot of different reasons. We're not just going over there like, hey, ten thousand dollar property, woohoo! We're gonna buy that. <laughs> we're we're looking at tons of different price ranges. And I would say price for us, although we are working within a strict budget. Price for us is not like the most important thing because again, we are kind of looking at an investment and looking at our future um, channel wise and also like, you know, income wise because I think it's a smart way to make money. And I think we're both ready to start building something and to have a little bit bigger of a project. Yeah. And the outcome of it is that we just, we do have a place to live if we want to live there and we have a place to rent out if we want to live somewhere else. And if, you know, we have to be realistic, it might not work out on this trip. It might, there might not, we might get there and be like, oh, this totally crappy property. Um, But I know there's, I know there's some good, I know there's some bad. It might be out of our price range, whatever it is. There are other places in the U.S. that also meet our criteria for, um, you know, places that could be a good place to build a home or a rental unit or whatever it is. And um, document that process on YouTube. So it, it's just a cool, and so this video that we're producing um, is really cool because we just learned that there are these opportunities out there that if you're like us and you have a very, very fixed amount of budget, you can still make something work, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, uh, we don't have to go through this loan process right now. We're just going to try and build on our own terms. And there's a lot to learn and a lot of mistakes to be made and it's going to be crazy with the baby but um, yeah we're we're here for it we we have the time that's, and we're 
That's what life's all about. So life's all about, you know, crazy experiences. So that'll be, that'll be it. Um, so look for that video coming out soon. Van fam. Let's jump over to the notes. Um, Okay, let's jump into the, uh, babe, why don't you take a lead off on this topic here? Um, big discovery. Yeah, so um, on the live yesterday, a lot of people were asking and chatting about the Keeley Rodney case. So this is, if you haven't heard, heard of it, I can't remember exactly how long ago, but... A Mid to early two, August. Oh, quite like, a while. Yeah, around the 11th, Okay, I believe. Well, that's only about a week. Uh, August 5th was, she was last seen August 6th, the 12.30 a.m. So okay. that night. So she, her, she was at a party and she went missing and her and her car were both gone and they couldn't figure out where she was or where she had gone. If you look at where her phone was pinned, it's at, it was at the Prosser campground if you look at that and you think of how she may have driven home, I have no idea. They Basically, they said she wasn't with anyone when she left. And so you're thinking, oh, I don't know if she was drinking or not either. But it's like there's water all around. There's this reservoir. I, I honestly don't know how they didn't start looking in that immediately. But anyways, she went on to be missing and they spent almost 20,000 hours looking for her. The police officials did and everything. And Sunday, yesterday, Adventures with Purpose spent, I think, three hours, they said, and found her car. Mm -hmm. And they they later confirmed that it was her that was in it, of course. Well, they haven't confirmed that yet. I thought that they did. The last I saw was the police say it's most likely her. But maybe they did. Oh, I thought her family confirmed it was her. Yeah, it's probably, obviously, her. I mean, it's her car. technicalities. You know, yeah. And so it's just wild. The police spent so long and Adventures with Purpose came in and found her so quickly. They just had all of the right equipment, which is so wild because this brings us back to thinking about, of course, the Gabby Petito case Mm -hmm. and how outside sources and YouTube channels, really, people who are filming and out like on the ground have actually been so helpful to these yeah. missing people cases. I agree. I, it's, I, I thought it was like just awesome. And, and I love, I, I, you know, we don't necessarily want to be like known for like going and, you know, looking at murder cases and like being people that just like go chase different things like that. But if there's an opportunity for us as, you know, to do something similar, whether it's with a tragedy or not a tragedy, like just an adventure style thing where we can help out with our channel and make videos and give people a different look. I think that's what we did with the Gabby Petito case that was really impactful is we gave people a really different look about the area, the different areas that were involved. And um, so I think that's really a cool thing that's happening in the last, I don't know, year, two years, three years with YouTube and people really, you know, making impacts. Yeah. And I mean, for us being there and being on the ground and being able to walk around and really understand, you know, there's so many questions people have, like with us not being in the Tahoe or Truckee area right now, it's hard for us to be like, here's what it looks like. How did, how did they not find her immediately? You know, but I'm sure there are many things that we, once we were there, we'd be like, Oh, this kind of makes sense. Um, 
the Adventures with Purpose people have a lot of equipment. Right. They have so a lot they of rescue. maybe had some advantages over what the police were had access to. I think they had shoes. There are cars that it was only 14 feet deep, which is. Yeah, that's not too not far. deep, but still, I guess, could be missed by a helicopter, you know, surveillance or whatever. But they had sonars or something like mm-hmm. that. And I think that that's what um, ticked them off or, yeah. you know, Pinged led the- them to search in that particular area and. And they found it. Anyways, it's um, it's just interesting. I mean, going back to the Gabby Petito case, like we, you know, that red, white, and Bethune, they caught the van, Gabby and Brian's van on camera. Crazy. And that led to, it was a really important piece of the puzzle, puzzle that really helped sort of confirm a few things and figure out... Help them move further in their investigation and and, find and that's ultimately her, where right? her body was found. Yeah, and then we went to Florida and we talked to someone who had like an inside scoop that we trust. I mean, this person told us basically how Brian Laundrie killed himself, and we were the we were like, here here's what happened on our video, and then a couple of weeks later, the what the news reported exactly what we had reported as like you know coming from the official police report so it's um it's really cool that you know we can make an impact not we personally but the community the youtube community and the social media community can make an impact on um giving this family in lake tahoe closure on their daughter's um death and and other families too i mean unfortunately i think if you were a parent or a close friend or anything, you would hope that she may be still alive out there somewhere and that wasn't the case. But having closure is certainly important as to not... Oh, I just can't imagine. My goodness. Yeah. Not knowing. Um, so let's talk about... So recently... Um, I got on to scale for the first time, <laughs> switching subjects completely. Completely. I got on a scale for the first time since since uh, probably May, April, since my injury basically is what I'm getting at. And I'm 12 and a half pounds overweight. I weigh 197. I'm usually, my fighting weight is 185-ish. So that was just like, and I felt like I have... It's not that like I gained muscle mass, you know, I gained weight in areas where I feel like when I see myself sometimes in pictures or on camera or something, I'm like, ooh, I don't look like I'm in the best shape. And obviously I had an injury and I'm still recovering from that, but I need to figure out, I really need to get that down into the 180 range. Your weight most certainly doesn't concern me. You're still a very slim man, but I can I can understand. I can I can relate like it's not what you're used to, but you <laughs> let, let's be completely honest here. Okay. What um what do you typically do around midnight? <laughs> I I I did have some popcorn last night. I I tr- I'm trying to get better about my snacking, late night snacking. Well, popcorn isn't that bad, but it Dan, was um, I think what happened is that you were super super active. Like we were always doing totally. something like biking or yeah. kiting or whatever, and then you basically were benched for yeah, I'm not long, you know. I guess I'm not surprised that I've gained 12 and a half pounds. I've just never been close to 200 pounds. I, you know, if you had asked me a long time ago, like, hey, do you wish you weighed 200 pounds? Like, yeah, I wish I did because I always felt so skinny and scrawny. 
But now it's like when I see my belly, I'm like, I have like a little pot belly going on and that's just doesn't look good. And so I'm really motivated now to try and lose that extra weight I've gained in my recovery. Well, but it's hard. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier to put on than it is to take off. That's for sure. <laughs> I think so. Um, well, so another thing is, is I am pregnant with a girl, of course, as a lot of you may know. And Dan, they say that one of the symptoms of a girl, this is like an old wives tale one, is that the husband or the male right. puts on the weight as well. And oh I've put gosh. on 26 pounds if it makes you feel any better. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than double. No, it does it's not. It's normal, I mean, but it's more than double. Yeah, I think you've put on a healthy amount of weight, and um, it's it's a beautiful thing what's going on with your body. You're doing, you're you know going through the birthing process and the pregnancy process. So, I just uh, I guess it's just something I'm very self conscious about, and I've been seeing myself in, like I said, videos and pictures, and I'm just like, man, I don't. I I just want to be like. You know, a healthier version. This is the first version. time you've ever been yeah. overweight. I've been pretty, not pretty overweight. You're not lucky overweight. my whole life. Yeah. Well, I, I think for my body, I am overweight. So, anyways, guys, that's what's going on. Um, we just got on a scale here in McCall, like maybe four days ago, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was, I think it was tough. I think what I mean, we eat pretty healthy besides the fact that whenever we come get into a house you cook up a storm i know i need to work on yeah well these people here have a great kitchen i don't know if we've (laughs) talked about this but they have yeah everything you need i mean they have the pizza stone they've got the KitchenAid mixer which i've always wanted to get to to use one of those and man those KitchenAid mixers it's the machine that kind of comes up goes out and then it's got a big bowl and a couple different attachments it's pretty common machine in a lot of kitchens but i've never used one and i've just it makes baking so much faster and and it's just so easy you just dump everything in there and it, the dough comes out perfect and then you do what you want with it so i've just been enjoying using that but i do um i do need to slow down on just and i i kind of got a lot of it out of my system like now i'm like i don't need to make any more pizza dough or i've learned a lot you know it's been a fun yeah. time yeah definitely i mean you've certainly perfect things along the way and my pizza skills have gone through the roof yeah for sure it's like better than restaurant well thank you i don't know about that one one thing i have learned though is if you make i make like a big batch of pizza dough and then i put it in the fridge and it ferments over like you can i I, we had 12 day old, old dough and that was the best dough out of the whole batch was the the stuff that we used at the very end. But it was kind of cool because you would make the dough and then you'd refrigerate it and just like pull off chunks mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, that that was really, uh, I learned that from the book that I have here that is their book. So maybe now, that, I guess that's a good segue into why, or that was a good addition into why I've gained, you know, 12 and a half pounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we are actually in McCall for only 10 more days. Oh, it's crazy. We've been uh, here for 22 days, 23 days. We got here on the 31st. We did our first, well, we got here on the 30th, actually. So we've been here for 23 days. Yeah. And we've done four lives now. We did our first live on July 31st. We've got another one this Sunday, and then I don't think we're going to be doing one after that um, because we're going to be gone 
Um, and that's okay. We've we can take a break, a week off. Yeah, we'll give everyone a break from <laughs> watching us cook. And no, it's been really fun. We actually have a lot of fun, and I think the people who join do as well. Otherwise, they wouldn't. But um, yeah, McCall's been a nice slowdown for us. It's been a nice eye opener for us to check out a new state. Yeah, and a new town really, and feel like we've um, gotten to know it. It's also it's been, it's been, the, the biggest plus of it has not been in the van during the heat because it's been really hot. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, I, I was kind of secretly like curious about Idaho if we'd ever end up and I like it, but I think it is missing a few things. So I don't think Idaho is the, is the end. But in terms of lakes, yeah, the, the lakes, lakes in Idaho are, fantastic mm -hmm. i really love um going to the lake every day here yeah we um yeah we didn't know what to expect but we feel like we've kind of gotten to uh, I, I feel like i've lived in mccall now like you know yeah, we've been a sure. part of the yeah. of the city um, we did not make any friends with boats though that was one of our goals but to be fair we didn't put in an ounce no. of effort. Most of the effort we've put into has been our channel. And that leads into one thing I did want to talk about, which is our shorts. But before that, I'll say our lives have been, we've had a consistent number of around like 180 to 200 people every single week. Pardon me, hanging out on our lives, which is just yeah. awesome. And really so fun. much, so much opportunity to get to know you guys yeah i feel like lives. we really get to know quite a bit of people we love when people chat and send us a message so we can you know talk to you guys because a lot of this is one way and that's fine if you if you're not interested in doing it it's just it is fun to kind of mix it up a bit and uh, see what you guys are up to which uh like i said leads us into our shorts so we've been making a ton of shorts like we were Kind of getting dipping our toes in around May and June. We just started in May. I mean, the first short we posted was me doing my fake fall uh, to you, and kind which of which was not funny. <laughs> what? Not funny in the grand scheme of things at all. But um, hey, I'm still here, and I'm you know I'm walking great. And I just I'm a little overweight, so that's all that came out of that situation. Walking great with a sore back today, but you know that's that's because we'll talk about that. But yes, I'm having terrible back pain. Um, but anyways, we've been making, we've been slowly increasing our shorts and now we're using our good camera. So the quality's totally different. I, I think it looks so much better than a cell phone camera. And we're doing, we're filming six, seven at a time. So we, we have ideas that we write down, we toss back and forth between each other. And then we say, okay, let's go film tomorrow morning. And we do like six or seven at a time. I edit them all really quickly. And then we just kind of, post them one or two a day and we add some voiceover that's probably the most difficult part <laughs> sometimes the voiceover, voiceover is hard i mean they're they're actually pretty fun for us to make but the best part about them hit me with it is that doing all the shorts got our youtube channel to over eighteen thousand subscribers finally finally that was starting to drive me crazy we've been uh, sitting at a 
steady 17 something or another for far too long so yeah. that was really exciting hopefully it stays that way and continues to increase i think but it is we are having fun making them and we they're so cheesy and so corny and that's fine because they're still fun to watch but we had to almost make fun of ourselves today in oh. a few of them that we posted today just because why not you know it's, so i we just hope they make people laugh and smile yeah. and you know trust me if you guys are watching them and you're like this is like almost cringe <laughs> we know we're not oblivious to we what are not oblivious. what it is they're and we, ridiculous yeah they're ridiculous and we enjoy, like for me i see so many tiktoks of people doing voiceovers and like and here's what i did and we went and did this and here's my top three and this all this stuff and i'm like part of me just wants to kind of like do like a parody of that uh, but another part of me is like, well, we can share, you know, our top three favorite things. So we're trying to find a balance of like, you you did one today that was top three reasons you would survive a zombie apocalypse, which was my idea for you to do because I thought it would be really funny. And you did it very, and, and you did it perfectly. So, um, But it's super random and nobody really... Makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> Some people in the comments on that video were saying that... Um, Number four, the fourth reason is that you would you don't have any brains, and so the zombies wouldn't come <laughs> attack you because they don't have any brains to eat. We should screenshot that and share it. I actually like that. That's very Those are funny. funny. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're meeting. Well, we're not meeting. We're getting a lot of younger people, and I guess a demographic of our of our channel is we kind of have people in their forties, fifties, and sixties watching us more so than like twenties and thirties, which is you know just is what it is. And with the shorts, we're now like bringing in new audience, which is really something Allie and I have been wanting to do just so we can grow our channel overall and, you know, hopefully funnel more people into the podcast and the uh, weekly vlogs and all these other things. So um, it's we'll see where it goes. But we yeah, like Ali said, we're having a blast doing these corny, cheesy, <laughs> ridiculous shorts. shorts. And we got plenty more in the queue for you guys. I know there's a lot of people that watch every single. I know Charlene and Jean see all of them. Yeah. Lori. Um, if you guys want to see people. any in particular, you just let us know. We are. We'll, That'd be a good thing to comment. We'll be we'll be ready to make it for you. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching on YouTube but, or if you join a live, tell us, give us some suggestion of shorts. You know, the cornier the better. The cornier the better, but also. It sincerely, they are actually like true. Like those are my three favorite things about Dan that I did. Mm, yeah, totally. The fact that you make me laugh and that you're very supportive. Yeah. And that you cook. You know, they they are my top three favorite things. So they come to us it's naturally <laughs> and easily because, like, who can't what who can't think of their three the other acting. favorite things about their partner? It's, it's the acting it's, that's it's how we visually display it where we're like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what's well, going it's on? just so funny because people, so people have such a short attention span that Tell me they want to keep like watching and moving through. So it's like, okay, well, we got to make this really quick for them. I'm not going to do a 20 minute video on all the amazing things about Dan, which I could. Yes, you could. But I'm going to do a, a 15 second short. Yeah. And make silly little, you know, faces and gestures yeah <laughs> yeah we had a lot of fun so we would love to hear any suggestions you know you did the zombie apocalypse one today i need to figure out like top three reasons maybe i'll do like top three reasons top th my top three things that have got that have helped me survive your pregnancy <laughs> that survived my pregnancy yeah what are they Tell well me. patience <laughs> 
Um, knowing when to disappear. And let's see, one more. Um, back massages, I guess. Being willing to do massages. Um, what do you think? I will say, though, though, in the beginning when I was complaining, you took a lot more of like a, okay, I'll just give her some space. Mm. And as of lately, you've been a lot more helpful. And um, really? it's I appreciate it a lot. I feel a lot more... Um, Loved? Yeah, and I, I only think it's because you just didn't really know what to do in I've the beginning. Also, what never can done you do before. for somebody who's nauseous? Like, right. That was just ugh. anyway. Yeah, well, that's tough. You know, we we've never done this before, obviously, and you've never been pregnant, and you're now in the third trimester, almost thirty weeks complete, and um, we, you know, we. <laughs> It's like you're figuring it out as you go, and this this whole thing's going to be an adventure. And I was I read today like someone said that our you know that within the first two weeks, if you're not missing the person you were, the old life you had, you're not human or so. You know, some one of those quotes like mm-hmm. if you don't like question why you did this in the first two weeks of having your kid, you're you know because it's like. It's normal to sure, be like, holy like, crap, what did I get myself what did into? I just do? Yeah. And that's how I kind of felt sometimes in pregnancy is like, I don't, I didn't realize it was going to be this physically challenging. You know, my mom has always said she had really easy pregnancies. I have a lot of friends and their wives and stuff that have been through pregnancy, but I never like talked to them about it. I'd be, we'd go to the beach for a weekend and I'd say, oh, you're, 20 something weeks cool I wouldn't be like how are you feeling and Brad what's it you know <laughs> like my friends like what's it like to have your partner there and then now when I see him I'm like oh man here's what's going on and they're like yep 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 well yeah it's common now yeah. I know it's common and I think like you know with a lot of the I mean moms are incredible and not this not to your mom in general I'm speaking I've actually heard this a couple of times is it's really hard to remember 30 some years back at right. how crappy some of the symptoms were and how weird some of the things were that were going on in your, you know, your wife's body or, you know, the, the woman's body. And so I think that like my aunt, for example, can't remember anything. It's like, or like, you know, my mom is really supportive and wonderful, but it's like, some, you just can't remember. So like you kind of have to talk, even my sister-in-law had, I mean, the twins are eight and for sure, I can ask her about things, but eight's a long time. That's a lot of years that have passed by, and she's gone through so many phases of the kids' lives right. that, and I've seen that, but it's like, sometimes you just forget. Like, I've got these weird skin tags right now. It's like, what? Ew. What is this? Don't be rude. <laughs> was, that. You said they were gross. No, I mean, they're not I haven't ideal. even seen them. Maybe they'll go away. I don't know, but it's just weird because... All of these things happen, and no, so many people don't talk about, don't talk about it. Yeah, I know. We need to be talking about our skin tags more as a society. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's um, that's been quite the the. I don't even know how we got on this tattoo. This was not on our topics for the evening no, list. No, it's not at all. But that's that's okay. Um, well, while we're speaking about it, maybe we'll chat about her name. Okay. 
What are, oh, right. Well, a lot of the shorts have been about pregnancy, actually. Yeah, we've done a lot of shorts about pregnancy. And we were recently doing one like we had an idea that actually did quite well on TikTok. And I think maybe on YouTube as well. And it was like top three criteria we used to name to pick our daughter's name. And we searched the top 1000 baby girl names and her name isn't on there. And it. It might be on there spelled a different way, but I didn't even see that. It's hard to really talk about it without kind of uh, yeah. giving big hints away, but it was not on there. And I don't think it's on there in the way that we're using it, I guess is a good way to say it. So it's a, we've, this thing I think is, we've is, picked it's a simple a, name. It really, it, it's really, it's short. It's easy to say. Nobody's going to have a hard time saying it yeah. or a hard time reading it. Right. Not a soul. You are going to see it read and you're going to say it just yeah. as it is yeah but um yeah it's not it's not one i've heard before and it's not no, me neither. you know it's not taken from a list it's not like we made it up it kind of has a story to it but mm -hmm. um and we finally figured out the spelling which was a kind of a hold up between you and i but we we found common ground that excuse me i actually think is perfect yeah me too I really like it, and Oops. I wrote it down a few times, and it's fun to write. And, Actually, if yeah. you look at that short where we did the name, luckily the white paper is so white that you can't read it, but you had written the name down on there. So if we had so somebody wanted to find out bad enough and I hadn't noticed that it was so white, oh. you might have been able to zoom in and see the name. Now, I know you can't because I looked at it today, but that was something I <laughs> didn't think about. <laughs> but... Yeah, well, right? my handwriting is also like kind of. You wrote it in, a, yeah. in an interesting way. Um, what I did want to say, though, is we have just passed the 30 minute mark. So, guys, the way our podcast works is we really value our Patreons because our Patreons is one of our best ways of, of sustaining this life that we um, this career path that we're going down. And so we are doing half podcast is free on YouTube and Spotify and whatever. And the other half is going to be a Patreon exclusive. So what we're hoping is that people enjoy listening to us talk about different things. And I can tell you we're getting more and more comfortable doing this. It's kind of a unique thing. Kind of like vlogging is a unique thing where it takes a few episodes. Yeah, like each one is a little bit easier than the last yeah. one. So um, we hope down, you know, let's say a year from now, we've done, you know, 100 episodes or something like that. And people are like, I really like listening to this podcast while I work out or drive, whatever. So I'm going to subscribe to Patreon. And it doesn't matter what tier you choose, whether it's $5 or the highest tier, you can, you'll get access to it. And um, so that's how the Patreon, that's how the podcast is going to work. So we do um, want to drive people to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash Allie and Dan, if you're interested. And after the fifth episode, the sixth one and on, we're going to be switching to that format where it's like kind of a freemium, half, half free, half uh, Patreon. Yeah, and we hope that you would agree with us that this is, you know, an okay decision that we've made to to do it like this. And yeah. um, we appreciate your support. And if you don't, that's okay too. You can still listen to the first half. Right. Um, okay, let's jump over. All right, it's time to do story time with Allie and Dan here on the Allie and Dan podcast. Um, <laughs> Babe, you've traveled so so much compared to me. You've done you're so you've done so much compared to me, and 
no, you've traveled so much compared to most people, really. Can you, I always found it interesting to ask people, what is your favorite place that you've ever traveled to in the world and why? That's a good question. I kind of, I have a top three, but I'll just, I'll explain my top favorite area, I mm. think. Um, Central Asia in general is the the most wonderful place I've been. Um, I'm not particularly their food. I had a hard time eating there, but everything else, the people there are so incredibly wonderful and so welcoming. And I've just, it was exactly six years ago to the day that I was actually held up at the Tajikistan-Kyrgyzstan border for losing a piece of paper. And Uh this is just a little story. Um, And there's just some shack in the middle of the mountains. Tajikistan is like 95% mountains and Kyrgyzstan is like 94% mountains. So it's just tons and tons of mountains and you're just driving along. It's not particularly a road, whether it's paved or not is in question. Um, But the... We get stopped because I apparently lost a piece of paper. There's, I don't speak Russian. I have no idea what they were saying to me. But uh, I didn't have a piece of paper, and so they locked me up in a room. We have been told, we have been told that this would happen, and I was scared for maybe like thirty seconds, and then I was like, I started to laugh because I was like, well, I mean, they can't do anything to me. (laughs) I mean. I really, there was, you know, they had guns. They were going to shoot me for not having a piece of paper. They were kind of like lighthearted about it, but they wouldn't let me go. And um, we have been told that they like Marlboro Reds and vodka. So we we brought some from the U.S. with us on the road trip as I drove through the stands. And um, we just gave them and lit up a cigarette with them and... uh, well, the the other person in the vehicle did that while I was locked in the room, but I could smell the huh. cigarettes. And uh, and all of a sudden, the door opened, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were just wanting something. They don't have anything to do. You know, they're just out there working. And it was just, I think, a fun way to get them to, like, I, I don't know. Listen. They're... <laughs> They're not there. That, and that was the quote unquote scariest thing that happened. But, you know, Pakistan and all, all the other stands, the people are the most welcoming people I've ever, ever, ever met. And um, I really want to experience it. It's gorgeous. I actually met this family that was driving through Tajikistan with their two little kids in a van. Where were they from? Um. Uh, Germany, I think. Wow. I'm pretty sure it was Germany, maybe Austria. Um, but it's a really cool route because you can go through all of Europe and then it gets a, not tricky, but you have to kind of make your way safely around, uh, or not safely, it was very thought, thought ahead to go down and around um, Turkey and then the Caucasus region, which is like Azerbaijan, Georgia, Armenia, those places, and then you have to either cut across the Caspian Sea or you have to drive through um, 
Iran. So Ooh, that would be incredible. Yeah, and the people who did drive through Iran had an incredible time. But we, I didn't drive through Iran. I took a ferry across the Caspian. Anyways, I'm getting all into this story when I I drove from uh, the UK to Mongolia and then back um, six years ago. That's incredible. So yeah, Central Asia is my favorite place. The mountains are incredible and there's nobody there. Yeah. And it's very, very, very inexpensive. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that's interesting. I I mean, most people probably don't get to go to any of the stands, but I guess, you know, Pakistan is is Uh, pretty common for some people that really get out there and travel. I think some people think that they're scary. I mean, you hear the word stand on the end of it and you're like, oh no, war or whatever. But... It's really not like that. I mean, I went to Pakistan as a solo female and it's just, it's not, it's not like that. There's, in Islamabad, the whole city is like at home in their houses by 9 p.m. and the streets are quiet and clean and yeah. Sounds like what Portland used to be like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, I think probably a lot of places in the U.S. are much more dangerous than over there, but we have this you know for sure i mean shrewd idea that when you were in the hospital with your injury i had to walk three blocks blocks. not even it was like almost two and a half basically from the hospital to where i was graciously gifted this apartment that i was staying and um i put on my notification settings so dan could see that i made it home safely because on my walk in those three blocks, I am not exaggerating when I say I walked past, like, I don't know, probably 15 homeless people. And well, not all homeless people are dangerous. It's still not a good feeling to be walking around people who are lurking in the dark. So, yeah. well, 10 years ago, I would have said there's no biggie, you know, we yeah. had, but there's something's changed in, you know, th- that city for sure. And, other cities like it where now it's a little bit sketchy. It's a lot of bit sketchier. There's a lot more just crime in general. So it's uh, it was good that we were cautious. I never told you this, though, but I was so drugged up that right after you left, I would just fall asleep. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Because I texted you when that you got was a home. Lie. But uh, sometimes it felt like it. That whole situation was such a blur. But like we were saying earlier, I, I've... I've been unable to walk for about a day and a half because of my berry picking. Dan's surge, I mean, the progress of Dan's injury has been truly incredible. I mean, there's no. I think it's been pretty standard. Uh, I think so. And I think a lot of people would agree with me in saying that it's been, I mean, it just pays to be young and healthy and fit and have had an active, active lifestyle beforehand. So I think, you know, you had it coming, but I just, yeah, you're, you're fortunate. Yeah. I mean, but in either case, you were doing so well, you were progressing faster than we definitely, than we had thought and definitely much quicker than we had been told initially in the (laughs) hospital. But Thanks for nothing, physician's assistant. <laughs> so I mean, she didn't she didn't mean to, but she definitely told us Dan would be uh, basically in a rehab facility for three months. I I couldn't even breathe. I was crying so hard when I heard that. I was like, "What?" Um, and so, anyways, so you've had an incredible recovery. You really have, and 
you have just now started you threw the uh the crutches away a while ago and this morning at 6 a.m dan asked me to go get his go get the crutches out of the garage it's like first off at 6 a.m i can't do that like not i wanted to fall back asleep i didn't want to like get out of my sleep state that i was in and um i'm like what do you where are you trying to go I just couldn't go anywhere. He was, what I'm saying is he was just in that much pain that he just really needed something. So we believe that it's probably all the berry picking. Yeah, it was so much (laughs) bending over two days ago and it just, it's totally thrown my back out, but that's just so weird. This is, I've never had this, this type of thing go on. I mean, would you say we even berry picked for over an hour? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. And I was like really getting into it. Yeah. And Dan, I decided I wasn't going to bend over because it just is too uncomfortable for me. And I was already a little bit miserable from the bug bites and the heat and whatever. But Dan was getting really into it. You're getting a ton of berries and that's great. But yeah, the repetitive movement and staying bent over is probably what did it. And while that would have never happened beforehand, this is just kind of a reminder that, hey, we are... Yeah, I guess not I... Not young kids anymore. Oh my gosh, I know. That's the biggest thing I'm worried about is like, is this what life's like after I mean, I think 40s? a lot of parents probably get sore backs from bending over to pick their kids up. So this is right. just a, a precursor. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had like this stiffness in my back though, now that I think about it. Like, you know, this morning's thing was because I had been lying down in bed all night and I got up and it was like, whoa, I can't hardly walk. And then it loosened up and now I can... It's still like when I stand up after I get out of this couch, I'm going to stand up and there's going to be pain. But um, I definitely need to warm it up. But I've had like this this stiffness and maybe it is because of my injury, but it's been in my back. Like getting out of the van sometimes when we've been driving, you know, if I'm in this position and I get into a new position, I get like this tightness in my low back in this exact spot. So I guess maybe I need to kind of pay more attention to that. I'm not as uh, invincible as I might have thought I was when... Yeah. my younger years and it's only i mean going back to the weight thing it's only that you are just now really able to start strengthening your muscles again and getting them back ready for yes you know feeling i guess as close to normal as you can and that means yoga and stretching as well you know you didn't want to overdo it or anything you really can do that and just make things worse and very quickly so it's, and uh, yeah, I'm, it's I'm quite excited for what we end up doing this winter. It's totally a mystery, but uh, I know wherever we go, it's going to be um, there's going to be opportunities for us to be outdoors and do activities. You know, maybe we have to take turns because one of us can like, sure. let's say we were at a spot where there's wind and, you know, I go out for an hour, you go out for 20 minutes and then I go back out for an hour. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, we'll take turns going in and out and watching watching our daughter. You know, is what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, I think what's most important is being by salt water, which is really, really healing for the body. Yeah, I would say that's a walk around in the water and stuff. Yeah, I would say to me, the salt water, obviously, like I guess sun and salt water are the biggest things I'm looking for when it comes to where we end up going for a couple months once the weather gets bad in December in the Pacific Northwest, it gets bad like end of October. So I am going to be very excited to see where we end up. Um, and those are my two big criteria. Now I will say, um, 
Phoenix is something we talked about, but I, I don't know that that works for me, really. Yeah, I'm not sure I would be interested in Phoenix in general. It's not that I don't want to go. Um, there are some areas I really want to see around those parts, which I right. think would be super fun. But the main draw card is my brother's sister-in-law, nieces and nephew. Yeah. Um, they are going to be there for a few months this winter. And I, the kids, I'm, I mean, they all need to meet our little babe. Right. So. We're getting to the point, guys, where it's, we just want our daughter to be here, but we also need her to grow in Allie's protected womb for a healthy amount of time, obviously. But, you know, obviously when you have no kids and your first kid's on the way and you get into the final two and a half, three months of your pregnancy, it's still, I, I feel like the eagerness has like totally ramped up in the last two, three weeks for us personally. And... Allie's hoping that the baby, our baby, comes early. I'm just hoping. She I mean, comes. not like unhealthily early, but like. Well, you said 37 weeks today. <laughs> okay. Which is a little early, in my opinion. It's yeah, it's a little <laughs> early, but. Um, mom might not even be out then. We're trying to true. figure out when mom's going to come out from Michigan. I do need my mom out there. She's just a wonderful piece of heaven that. Uh, will make everything easier yeah we are thinking um you know i guess it really does depend she could easily come the middle of november which would be difficult october no she could come the middle of november i, I that's what i'm saying like she could be oh. late yeah but she, she's chill like she'll just book her flight as soon as we. Oh, i'm not like, talking about mom out. i'm talking about yeah, I'm, I'm talking oh, about our daughter in general. Yeah, oh. she could come in the middle of November, and then it's mm -hmm. like whoa, because I really would. After Thanksgiving, I'm going to be pretty itching to to move on. So I hope you've had enough time to heal, and that's why, like, if yeah, and if we, we have a you know, few weeks, that'd be key. we're very very aware that I will be staying in bed with the baby mostly all day, every day for a long while i mean they say the more like for a month to four to six weeks is what they say and if hmm. the more i sit and not do anything the quicker i'm gonna heal the better bond we're gonna have the better breastfeeding we're gonna have oh, yeah. the better um the easier it is for me to get my body actually back into the shape that i i'm used to so takes weeks that's fine i don't i don't and but we when we say we're gonna move around and stuff we're we're not gonna go like traveling yeah. we're just gonna I, move i think south. a lot of people think that's crazy like oh you guys are gonna go travel it's like yeah well we're just, we're not gonna go travel we're gonna go somewhere nice we're, we're where we can guess, yeah we're relocating um and we do have some you know grand ideas that i guess to some people would sound insane you know, like going to Southeast Asia with a newborn might sound insane to some people, but um, we're gonna know. do what's what we feel is right, and um, that's fine. And we're yeah. gonna figure. We're it gonna out. take a poll and see. We're gonna. I say we take a poll and do what the Van Fam feels is right, because <laughs> we know the Van Fam is always looking out for our best interests. We love um, the Van Fam. One thing that I've been doing here is. Um, I haven't had any, we haven't, like Ali said, we haven't met any friends here. We've got no friends in McCall. We haven't met 
we haven't gone out more than once because someone in the van fam treated us to um, a meal at Frenchie's, actually two meals because we still have half our gift cards. So we have gone to Frenchie's, which is a restaurant in McCall. But I've been feeling really good, and I guess hopefully this helps me lose weight, is I haven't had a single... I told you I wasn't going to drink for the month of August. I was going to do so sober yeah. August. I haven't. I've been feeling fantastic. My sleep has been, you know, it's like my sleep's been so good because I don't even one or even two beers like IPAs these days too. They they kind of mess with your sleep big time and they make sure. you tired during the day. If you have, you know, one at happy hour, I might start yawning after that. Yeah. So we've kind of been in this bubble because we don't know anyone here and we've just been like working and doing like planning and stuff like that. And so when we go back to friends in Oregon and Washington and wherever else we go, or even just places where we, we go out more, it's, I, I really want to keep this going. I really don't have any desire to Yeah, I mean, it's, start crushing beers. It's fun because you're, you feel better. That's the main thing. Also, we're saving money, you know? But it's also fun to kind of like get a vibe for a new town and, um, you know, check things out, you know, with a drink. It doesn't always have to be alcoholic, though. We could go get a a coffee or something like that, you know? like Boring. (laughs) Well, we have a a nice coffee maker. Yeah, I wouldn't want to spend money on that. Maybe a kombucha or something. But, um, no, it it is nice. And I... I mean, I see, I I love to have a drink around friends and stuff like that. Not right now, obviously, but it's like, I, I'm not really one to just crack open a bottle of wine or a beer or something by myself at home. I just see it as a really social right. thing. You're good at that. And I, yeah, I, I it's like, I just want to like, it's such a challenge socially to not drink and I'm such a social person that I love you know I love going out to eat with a group of friends and the cost of that can sometimes add up quite quick when you have drinks and so we're being we you know we have these goals that we talked about earlier on where we want to buy um we want to build something we want to start like kind of investing in our future a little bit more although we do view our channel as a massive investment in our future because we think it's going to grow and um, we're so grateful for the, the growth we've had already and we see that kind of possibilities in the future with it. But we want to invest in other ways as well, like building a house and buying our own piece of land that we can do that on. And so like when I start thinking about all these different things and costs for the baby and stuff, it's like, man, it's a no brainer to just pretty much cut out drinking f- unless it's like, I don't know, like splitting a six pack with someone and paying $5, you know what I mean? Yeah. But these six packs these days are going for 12, 13, 14 bucks a lot of times. And that, that just adds up. And I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. So it's just, it's been a really f- nice experience. Yeah. Not that I ever had a drinking problem, but I have, I guess, a self control problem sometimes where it's like, oh, well, I'll just. Um, it's hard to say no. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, uh, you know, do this. And then I, I'll maybe push off what I wanted to do the rest of the day till tomorrow, I guess, is where I have the issues sometimes well i think i mean being pregnant you know i'm not really drinking having a a splash of wine here there whatever but one thing is i i could not right now one day i look forward to having like 
a really nice cold like Mexican lager with a lime in it. Oh yeah, or a margarita. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm I'm in no rush to have that, but um, yeah, sounds really nice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Oof, that it does. It's it's kind of one of those things where it's like I'd rather just like, it's like the thought of it is so nice. But then, like, the reality of it is not always... Yeah. The reality of a one margarita is awesome, especially after a long time. But, you know, sometimes it's, like, the reality of, oh, I want to go to a brewery. It's, like, well, I just spent, like, 50 bucks, and I didn't even really do anything. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's with friends, and then it's a totally different... And, actually, that leads me to a funny story, which I want to tell you, is a couple years ago, I was in San Diego with a bunch of my friends, and we went to a brewery on our last night there, and there was a table of a family, like parents and some, you know, younger kids our age. They were in their 30s. Parents were older. And it was like me and six of my buddies. And we all sat down and we're like looking at the beer list. And we're like, oh, like this, lo- this one looks good. And one of my buddies was like, yeah, I, wanna, I really want to try this one. And we were sharing a table. It was one of those big, long tables, you know. And the guy next to him that we didn't know had probably an inch worth of beer left in a pint glass. <laughs> and he said, oh, I have that one right here. It's really good. Do you want to try it? And my buddy's such a nice guy, and he's such like a positive person. He didn't – it happened so fast, his natural reaction was to be like, yeah, it was like if I offered him a sip of beer, I would never do the last inch of it. I would be like <laughs> – and so he would say yes if it was a friend. And so it happened so quick that he's like, yeah, sure. So he takes this guy's beer. Oh. There's a sip left, all probably backwash and warm and disgusting. Oh, no. And he tries it. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's good. And then you can just see the regret on his face. And we oh, just no. tore into him. We made fun of Ew. him so hard. And I'll never forget that. Like when I see him now, he's got two kids now. He his, At the time, his wife was pregnant with their first kid. And you know who I'm talking about. And so... Um, I'll never forget that. And I just thought that was so funny. Maybe the van That's family hilarious. took a kick out of that. Ew. How gross is that? So, I mean, I'm not opposed to trying strangers' drinks. I'm not. I don't care about germs or right. anything. I, But I probably would have been like, no, thank you. I trust you that it's good. I'll just get my own. Yeah, yeah. He, he would have totally agree. He would agree with you. And he I probably wishes he had a time machine <laughs> for That's that. That's hilarious. Um, so we've been just about under an hour right now babe what else is there anything you want to finish out with how you feeling um you're getting eager yeah i'm getting really really eager um i'm just really ready to to hold her and have our life be kind of turned around and upside down and then right side up and all the same all the same wonderful ways i think um I'm really uncomfortable and I'm just, I know it's going to get even worse as the weeks go by. And um, I am, I will be honest, I'm growing impatient. Probably the past 10 days, it's been the worst it's been. Um, and I'm ready to give her the boot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a huge relief though when you get your body back. Yeah, my it's every breath I take is really uncomfortable for me. I have this weird pain going on in my like upper quadrant. I don't really know if that's a correct word for it, but I think it is. It's like right up under my ribs is really uncomfortable every breath I take and 
I keep like reaching into the fridge to find something that might calm it. So your stomach moves up. So I think it's in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep thinking like maybe some like yogurt or like, I don't know, it's not heartburn because it's lower. Maybe it's indigestion. I just don't know. Could be. And it's really uncomfortable and every breath I take and I'm like, well, maybe if I sit like this or if I sit like that, there hasn't been relief for it yet, but hmm. uh, I'm going to keep trying. Well, I'm sure once uh, our daughter comes, we're going to be like, man, I really wish we took. <laughs> well, I guess what I'm saying is we should really cherish these last 10 weeks or so because everything's going to change and we're probably going to look back and go. Well, we didn't waste any time in our last 10 weeks and we did a bunch of cool stuff or we sat around and just, you know, felt eagerness and impatience. So we should choose the Yeah, for the sure. For sure, I agree. And I think that it will be easier actually after we leave McCall yeah. because we do have a ton of stuff going very on. Very busy. For like 6 weeks straight. Very, very yeah. busy. So We've got a trip coming up that we talked about. Yeah. We got plane tickets round trip for 280 to the Big Island. That's crazy, isn't it, guys? Not direct, but one stop in somewhere. I can't remember. San Francisco. And we got a really, really, everything's low cost because we're going like at a totally off time. Yeah. And so we will uh, finish out there for the day, guys. So thank you for listening. If you could, please rate and review our podcast if you're listening on a podcast app. If you're on YouTube, just go ahead and just click that like button really quick. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. And we'd love to see a comment from you. Yeah, let us know what topics you want to hear about and what interests you and what bores you. We don't care. Let us know. All of it. Brutal honesty. Okay, guys, we'll see you in the next episode next Tuesday. Adios. Bye-bye.